check this out. We're rolling. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 53 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. We're sponsored by Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. My name is Milton Campus, Purple Belt, training out of South Florida. I don't say, I, I guess this is the first episode. I'm not saying my school. Uh, we'll figure that out. Yeah, just move on. <laughs> you, you can check me out on Instagram at Uncle Milton BJJ. Uh, you know, the, the Instagram for the show is at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. Bo behind the camera. Say hello, Bo. Hello, Bo. Our guest today is this man, Joseph Shane Rivera, also known as Azino. How you guys doing? How you doing, brother? Good, man. Man, you're Good. early, bro. You got you, you got to do it. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate you you're coming down quick. I, uh, I, You know, I usually send a message the night before, like, hey, looking right, forward right. to seeing you tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't do that because I talked to Drew separately. He said he couldn't come, and I just I think I got confused with like, hey, no I always problem, send that man. that that final like, hey, <laughs> see you tomorrow, right? Just in case. But I appreciate you rushing no, down. Thank you for you for coming off. What'd you say, uh, an eighteen hour shift? Yep, all uh, night last night, man. And then well, it started at eleven o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I got home about six thirty this morning. Uh, and then did you I, get some sleep? You get I some sleep? sleep. I went oh. straight to training. Really? Yeah. Okay. When I, when we just spoke by chat. You sounded like you were on the road. You're like, I'm coming now. Yeah, I was flying here. So, I was like, so you, were like, already, you were already out and about. That's I was, like I was picking working. up some Chipotle. All right, <laughs> man. Like, All right. Well, welcome. I'm going to call you Zazino for yeah, the rest man. of the show. Because cool, cool. uh, it seems like that's what everybody calls yeah. you. Let me give a couple of quick shout outs to our sponsors. All right. Yeah, uh, DD214 Fightwear at DD214 fight underscore Fightwear. Uh, gear for the war on PTSD. Get 15% off your online order at, G- at DD214BJJ.com. Please check out their Soul Armor Gi. They, I know they have a few left. In the liner of the Gi, it's got the name names of fallen soldiers. So it's a really Amazing. cool Gi. You know, they do a lot to support the veteran community. Warriors Next Adventure as well. They're a veteran nonprofit helping veterans overcome PTSD through recreational therapy. Check them out at warriorsnextadventure.com. You can donate through the site as well. Huge shout out to Flow and Roll, at flow underscore and underscore roll on Instagram. Get 20% off your online T-shirt, rash guard, or gear order with code JJD at flowandroll.com. We're working on a T-shirt with them that we're going to start uh, actually having our shirts out at the events that they go to. But check them out for for all their no gear uh, for all their gear and no gear go, no gear gear. Say that five times fast. Come on, get it out. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share whenever, wherever you're watching or listening. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to click the bell, and you get notifications each time each time we launch new episodes. So look, I'm rushing. My bad. I'm rushing my because bad. I have an axe throwing event to go to, and I've got an hour drive home. And my wife said, "You better be home by six thirty." Totally I like, understand, man. So I'm rushing. I, I wanted like, to rush through that. My I like, bad. I like the way you refer to murder as axe throwing. Yeah. Events, you know? <laughs> so let let's start at the beginning. Let let's just. Uh, you're a black belt. I am under Ricardo, Ricardo Laborio. Yes, sir. Who is he? Also, your godfather? I, I always what? say that's like my godfather. He like took me oh, under okay. my wing, All right. you know, and was just like, I'm like, yeah, it's my godfather. And he, he tells everybody. Yeah. So. so you are a first degree? First degree black, black belt. belt. Mm-hmm. How did you get your start in jiu-jitsu? Man. So it, it, it's, it's kind of rough. In Let's the go. Let's so do it. 
So I went through a really bad divorce. Okay. You know, and um, before jujitsu, I actually trained in shoot fighting okay. under a guy named Bart Vale. You got to look him okay. up, man. Old school, old school guy. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I did that when I was like really young, you know, and, and just got into that. And uh, one day I was just sitting on the couch after this divorce. I, I was a single father raising this kid on my own. Really? And, uh, you know, my buddy at the time, uh, his name was Brock. He worked the front desk at American Top Team, uh, but not the okay. not the main academy at an affiliate okay. over there with this uh, Marcus Aurelio. Remember him from UFC? I know the name. Marcus Aurelio and uh, Tiago Alves had a school in uh, Hollandale. Okay, yeah. So I, I walked in there and uh, I met this guy named Judo Joe. It's brown belt. <laughs> and, uh, this really Great cool. Name. And uh, one day he was like, man, you got to go check out Coconut Creek. Yeah. So I went over there. It was a white belt and I met Laborio. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget, man, the first time I ever met Laborio. You know, you know, when you go to the gym, you see these old guys with like the gray hair and you're like, oh, they gave him a black belt. Because, <laughs> you know, he's just, you know, Not he's this one. This guy. <laughs> so I'll never forget. I, I went up to Levo and I was like, hey, sir, um, uh, you want to train? Like, because they were to partner up. And I, I didn't know at the time. And he goes, yeah, yeah, stand up. Man, this guy threw me, and I landed like like ten feet away. So was that was that because like the classic like white belt just asked a, a black belt to train, no, and he no, did it on he purpose? Just wanted or to the... do uh, <laughs> judo takedowns. And I landed on my head, and I got up. I was like, oh yeah. my god, like oh, wow. who is this guy? Oh, that's Laborio. I was like, okay. He's one of. The, I mean, he's credited with being one of the founding members of American Top Team, right? And Brazilian okay. Top Team. And Brazilian Top yes, Team, sir. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, for for those of you who don't know, like like Bo over there. Um, yeah, I mean, like that. This is that's. Uh, I mean, getting your black belt from Laborio is, you know, that's a, that's a proud it's, statement it's, that you get to honor. make for the rest of your life. It's an honor. Yeah, I mean, and you not get only to, that, he gave me his black belt. I read that. I read Ooh. that. Yeah, it was like that's a big it deal. It was wild. Do you still wear that? Do you still nope. have it? Do you, nope. do you have no. it though? I, I have. You have it. Okay. I don't. Sometimes with that, when when you get a big name like that that gives you a belt, I'm like, I wonder if they got to give it back. Like, they give it back. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I remember when he gave it to me. It, it, it was it wasn't a ceremony. It was just a regular night of training. He showed up, and uh, he, he stood up and said, "Hey, hey Zazino, tell everybody what it's like to be a black belt. What are you talking about?" Wow. And he just took it off and gave it to me. I was like, "Wow!" In front of everybody and um. I got promoted the same day Charles Rosa from the UFC got his black belt. Okay. So, yeah, yeah he's a good friend, too. And um, it was really nice, you know, yeah. and he gave it to me. And uh, I'll never forget um, Hector Lombard came up to me and he goes, hey, you know, you got all the power of Laborio now when you put that. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why you don't wash it, right? Do you, right. We have we have a, 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 the, the debate here about the I've belt washing. Yeah. I've been listening. Right. I'll, I'll ask you now. I usually save it for the very last question. Do you wash your belt or do I you not wash your belt? You don't wash your belt. belt. OK, I don't. All right. Uh, the last. The last I had we had Wagner on a few episodes okay. ago when he was yeah. right next. He was sitting right here. His wife was there. And I've never felt more ashamed of myself to admit that I washed my belt. He just looked at me like I had forehead, so it wasn't it wasn't the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I just I don't know. Is I it the old school like hey? I think I came you know? up with the, a lot of the old school guys yeah. like in the day. So it was always just like oh, your blood is on that, your sweat's yeah. on that thing. I'm your like, opponent's I'm not, blood. I'm not, sweat. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not washing this. Powers thing. in the belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, Hashtag powers, powers in the belt. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that up on the screen. <laughs> so so go back. So you started, you get divorced, you're a single dad, shoot fighting. Yeah, you start shoot that, fighting. that was when I was yeah. really young. And yeah. um, so I met Laborio, did 
that. And I, I remember I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back the next day. I tried it out. And let me tell you, man, when I showed up there, it wasn't like how it is now. You know what I mean? It it wasn't like all these people that signed up. I probably had like maybe eight people in a class. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And, 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 and some of these people were like big name people. I mean, what are we too. talking? How many years ago are we talking? I started... I think it was like oh five or yeah, something okay. like that, you know. So uh, that's when it was still like, hey, yeah. isn't that that UFC stuff, right? right. That's what people I were remember. Saying. My class, like Jay Z, was there. He was a Cavalcante? brown belt at the time. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, amazing guy. By yeah. the way, such a guy, great guy, and uh, you know, uh, had Hanato Tavares teaching us. We had this guy named Shark. If you don't know who he is, man, check him yeah. out. Okay. Shark was a great coach. You know, it still is a great coach, and um, and I just remember like walking out. After that class, just throwing up in the bush. Really? <laughs> and then, like, I went back the next day, did it again, walked out to the bush and threw up again. And then, like, I remember, like, my fourth day, I was like, man, I looked at the sky, said, God, if I need to be here, please let me get through this because I don't want to come back and do this. And 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 after that, I was just, like, hooked. And then yeah. I developed a good relationship with Laborio. I guess he saw yeah. something in me and, like, yeah. just took me under his wing and that's awesome me and this guy uh, this kid tyler he's a good guy man so yeah and we just we started competing and that was it yeah so so fast forward we talked about it briefly uh, mm -hmm. when you came in uh you're in law enforcement I now am. Mm -hmm. um what what kind of i don't want to say what came first but was it always something that you wanted to do so my father's in law enforcement. Okay. Um, and and military. Okay. I tried to go to military. Um, I was really young, and I remember um, I was into skateboarding, and I went skateboarding, and I jumped off these stairs, and I shattered my left heel. <gasps> oh man. And they were I was in the navy, like signing up for the navy and stuff, and at that time they're like, "What are you doing? Like, we're not going to take you now." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what am I going to do?" I uh, ended up working in hospitals, and I ended up becoming a behavior therapist, okay. working with um, psychiatric patients, mm. and uh, that was nice, you know. And I did that for many years, many years, and uh, and just one day I was like, man, you know, I'm gonna try out and be a cop, you know, like my yeah. dad did. Yeah, I just did it. I don't yeah. know. It just it just happened, and, and I did it. I got in the game late. Yeah, but it, it, what, it what age what age did you start? Um, I started in 2019. How old were you? I was, well, I'm 40. I'll be 43 next month, so like 40. Yeah. 40. Oh, wow. It's not e It's not easy once you get into the late 30s. Well, your, your dad I, was a... My dad was a cop. Okay. Um, took the test in New York City, NYPD. Wow. My dad was a transit police officer, NYPD T, and, okay. and, and NY, NYTPD. Okay. They actually had two different departments mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. And then the, he retired right before the, the departments merged. Mm -hmm. So then now it's all NYPD. Um, I took the test at 19, got one wrong, was there. I had dropped out of college. Mm -hmm. And Mayor, uh, who's this? Uh, not, uh, who was uh, New, York's, New York's mayor? Giuliani. Uh, Giuliani. Giuliani. Giuliani came in. And he changed the rule where you had to have at least a two-year degree. So I, had, I did like a year and a half of school. Girlfriend got pregnant, dropped mm -hmm. out, didn't finish. I was very high on the list, didn't get the, wasn't going to get the call unless I went back to school. So then I didn't do it again. It was 19. Right, right. It was, my dad was like, let's do this. Get, get in there. Take all the government exams. Be, 
the post office, be a cop, you know, get that, get do something with the pension. He's always FBI, had that in my head. Become FBI. <laughs> so what did I do? I wound up like selling insurance, becoming a stockbroker. Then at 25, I moved to Florida. In my late 30s, at, I think at like 36, I was like, uh, I was had really good paying jobs in sales, and I was just so unhappy. Right. And I was just like, I, I really want to be a cop. I really want to help people. I right. want to do something good. And, you know, hey, I'm going to be like my dad. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I started taking the test. And they were just all looking at me like, you realize you're 36, right? <laughs> like, you, you realize, like, this is a little late for you. And I wasn't doing jujitsu, so I didn't have, like, I didn't have military military credentials. Right. I didn't have, you know, jujitsu or self-defense. And it was just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the best credit, which I, like, fixed, which I, right, it's part right. of the interview process. Yeah, like, again, you're 36. Mm-hmm. I was a business owner, right, close to business, working for other people. So I wasn't like the best candidate, and then I just gave up on it, and then I opened up a business again and, and went from there. But it wasn't meant to be, but I'm very proud of my dad. I'm, I, I, I talk about him every chance we get. As a matter of fact, and this is a great question for you, so uh, his my parents' wedding anniversary, 51st wedding anniversary last uh, or August 15th. Well, congratulations. We went to the Hard Rock, and we were just you know shooting the shit. And I, I, said, I always talk about this on the show, Dad. Was there any continuing education for you as it relates to, like, you know, physical health, um, anything other than shooting? Nothing. There was never, there was no, nothing like jujitsu. There was no physical education or continuing education requirements for him ever. He's on the force for 23 years. Wow. What is it like now? Is, is, has that changed, at least in your department? Well, in my department, I, I can say, like, we have a great training unit there. Um, my sergeant, great guy. He actually came and trained jiu-jitsu with me a couple times. Yeah. And, uh, and then we have another guy in there. It's a brown belt under Valente Brothers. Okay. And he's he's in the training department. So they're really big on, like, hey, you know what? Like, But it's trained on your own, it, or it, is it, it sanctioned it, it, by the department? Have, we have some mandatory training requirements okay. that have to be updated every so often, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like like it's 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 really good, and uh, we're really big, we focus really big on fo- on training. Now, with that being said, our department also focuses really big on community policing, which I like because coming from a you know behavior health background, I feel like more if you if you could go and speak to somebody and spend that extra. 15 or 20 minutes, you can avoid so many problems. Yeah. You know, just, just hear somebody out. Human That's connection. That's all you have to do. It. Just, it doesn't matter what they've done. You just yeah. hear them, listen to their story. And you know, about me doing this now, I, I could tell you about probably 90-something percent of the time, you, you, you end up, hey, man, resolving the issue just because you took the extra time to hear what they had to say. So listen to what they said. You just want to be heard, man. Absolutely. So again, so to to, to clarify, mm-hmm. so is what's the requirement in the police department? Is there like an hourly requirement, monthly, weekly, annually? Well, yeah, you have to. You have it's whatever the the uh, FDLE puts out. Okay, like you have to follow Florida that. Department of Law Enforcement, and then, right? Yes, and they then the, the sergeants will send out a email and say this is the training available. Sign up. For okay, this. like I just did a training now called Combative Offenders. With um, he's a, he's a black belt too. His name's uh Freddie Trillo. Oh, Freddie! I know yeah, Freddie. We've had him on the show. Great guy, man. Had him on the show when we were doing it in my house. Okay, okay, <laughs> great, great dude, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I was just with him down there, and he's like, man, like, 
Shout out to Freddie. We told him. I asked him to come back on the show because he just put out a BJJ Fanatics yeah, uh, law enforcement uh, uh, instructional. So, Freddie, you're welcome to come back on the show. Congratulations <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, the, yeah, on the instructional. Yeah. And love to have him back. He, Great he, guy. We, we had him on when we were in my house. It's like episode probably, 13 Yeah, or in the teens. Yeah. In the teens, Great. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so love to have him on. <laughs> so, yeah, so you went to train with him. So, yeah, I guess everything he's shown on that instructional, he showed us. And yeah. Great stuff, you know. Great dude, great, great dude, very knowledgeable. Super nice guy. Did he yeah. tell you his story? Do you know the background that he almost got killed oh, as yeah. a rookie? Yep. Right. He told I mean, me all yeah, that's that a hell story. of a story. Yeah, yeah. go find and that episode, then, everyone, then, if, if you, you can. That guy trains every day. I yeah. mean, for his age, he's putting in more work than some world champions. He did. Uh, <laughs> he did really his. And he called it this. He did like a David Goggins like video the other day. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram. He was like running and he's talking and and like this like the the text says like I'm doing my David Goggins and like he's talking to. Him. I'm like at first I was like man David Goggins is a little different today. And he's uh, he's a good dude. Yeah, Absolutely. everything you see on his Instagram, he's always freaking training, man. He's, always. Yeah. Him and there's another guy too. I don't know if you know Ruben. Uh, RBJJ. Yeah. Uh, like yeah yeah I know you know Ru- Ruben Drew all those guys dude, right those guys yeah. all know each other yeah. Yeah, and he's he's SWAT. So. Yeah, we we've we've talked to him about coming on as well. He's just it's he's yeah. always busy, always, you know. Yeah, yeah he's he's always yeah, got he, something going on. High level jujitsu and just just great great guys. I'm I'm I glad to it. see a lot of jujitsu now in law enforcement. Yeah, because I, I believe it's it's actually helping. Yeah. You know, so. so I mean, uh, I think you know, hats off to the to to the Gracies, you know, Henner and Hedon for for what they've been doing. I know there's uh, I just got to watch the the clip. But they got featured on uh, Brian Gumble on H on HBO. On yeah. HBO, I, I don't watch any sports so other than jujitsu mm-hmm. and, and UFC. So um, real sports, <laughs> real sports with Brian Gumble. Yep. They did a like a twenty minute segment with uh, with Hedon and Henner and talking about jujitsu for law enforcement. Why do you say that? Because our mutual friend Roberto texted yeah. that to me today. Hey, oh, watch yeah. this, and yeah. I, I looked at it for a little bit. Like, yeah, I got to watch nice. the whole thing. I actually wound up finding it, uh, like mm-hmm. the it's like I think it's a seventeen minute clip, yep. um, uh, or segment. And I was, I mean, it, it's here. It's happening. It's actually happening. It's nice yeah, to see it's it. Really it's a long time coming, mm-hmm. but they've done a great job at, at promoting and yeah, and they, and pushing it for law enforcement. They do a great job. Yeah, yeah those guys are really involved. So let's talk about something that's going on in the jiu-jitsu world. You and I have kind of, you know, kind of chatted about it a little bit here and there. Um, the the sexual assault allegations, mm-hmm. and, and it's not just fight sports anymore. It's, I mean, it's happening um, across jiu-jitsu. It's happening across martial arts. You know, I said on one of the last episodes, this isn't a, a fight sports problem. It's not a martial arts problem. It's really it's a societal problem. But for us, it's in yeah. it's in the martial arts community. Absolutely, people wind up. Young girls specifically wind up looking up to these, you know, they're black belts, they're instructors, and they're being, you know, violated by somebody who they put their trust in. Um, I mean, yeah, thoughts? They, 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 they do, and it's not only girls; it's, it's little boys, whoever it is. Like, I yeah. mean, think about it. Like, and and there's growing dudes at the gym that see some black belt world champion walking around like, oh my God, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So imagine that girl being like, wow, I get to train with this and then that happens, you know? Um, I don't like to put anybody on blast or yeah. anything like that. And it's just it's just sad to see this happening right now, yeah. you know, and, um, and cover-ups and all that stuff. It's just, you know, hopefully everything works itself out and yeah. we can, as a community, grow from this. Yeah, you know, I, so I've uh, just... I put out a post for uh, about the U.S. Center for uh, for Safe Sport. Yes, 
I forget. I think it's .org. Um, mm -hmm. U.S. Center for Safe Sport .org or Safe Sport .org. I, I know it forwards you to their new ma the main mm -hmm. site. What I liked about it and why I put it out was not only the certification. Great, it gives a certification. Anybody can pass the certification. Mm -hmm. You can still be a bad dude, right? Mm -hmm. You can still be a bad person. Correct. They'll keep a database. You can report allegations to Safe Sport, and they'll keep a record of it. Absolutely. And they'll investigate. And from what I understand, as I'm learning more and more about it, this really came from the sexual assault allegations in the mm -hmm. gymnastics world. Olympics, it was born yeah. from the Olympics, mm -hmm. and now it's open to all sports. So any organization, local, you know, something small and local or huge mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. worldwide like jiu-jitsu could be using this to get certified. I know they, they use it for, like, Olympic judges. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a, a, a judo black belt that reached out to me about it, and it really explained it to me on what it does, and he makes all of his, uh, his, uh, his teachers and, and anybody involved in his school mm -hmm. you know, to get certified. Not... I love the database part of it because what Fight Sports and, and Cyborg were talking about doing, which was like, hey, you can report it. And I believe they're talking about forming their own fight sports organization where you can report something. And again, this isn't about putting them on blast, but he announced that he was going to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, there's this outside organization that exists. Why would somebody from Fight Sports just report it up to Fight Sports? And you could, but you have this outside organization who is going to be a little bit less, um, uh, you know, what's the word? Um, biased. Biased, biased. And, and impressed right. by who, or, or, you know, right. a, oh, God, I don't want to report this to Cyborg. How is he going to look at me? Right. You know, I don't want right. him to hear my name. I don't <clears throat> want him to you don't want to be bullied either. Bullied you know? and so. your black belts and the people in your school. <clears throat> well, this outside organization can look into it. So that's what I really liked. And then to go even a step further, the certification is like 20 bucks. Yep. I offered to pay for it for any of the fight sports organizations that have left, get them on good footing, get them started in a really good, uh, you know, on a really good track. I'm willing to pay for all of their coaches. I, I put it out on Instagram. Hopefully wow, they'll reach out. Amazing. I'll pay for it. <clears throat> on top of that, it's free for parents. Absolutely. And I think that's awesome. If the parents educate themselves a little bit more about what to look out for, if the, to really see when their child might be, it's being groomed by somebody who might be a perpetrator later in their life. Mm -hmm. Again, most of these girls, they were training with these people for years. One specifically was from what, age 10. She got her, her, you know, she's getting her blue belt from this person. She's getting her, you know, her, her belt uh, promotions from this person. And, you know, this is going to help even the parent look out for something like, yeah, well, maybe I'm not going to let them go in that car with that person. And mm. maybe this isn't a healthy relationship for my child to be in, you know, a, my child in their teens with this man or woman, uh, you know, mm -hmm. with this person in their 20s, 30s, maybe Absolutely. even later in life. It, it's an odd position to to put the parent in to, hey, well, you can't get them to jujitsu, but this person's willing to pick them up. Do I let them go? Do I not let them go? There was one case where the girl was going to a show. Uh, she was yeah. invited to a show and it wound up the coach and, and her and the, the young girl, Mandy. I'm not going to say her last name, but she's posted yeah, online. I, just read about all I finished the story this morning. Um, it's it's crazy. It's very but, in detail too. That story. Yeah, yeah she yeah. even recorded him after the fact, talking about it. So I it mean, was, yeah. It, it now now back to Safe Sport. Um, it's also great because they have not just one program. There's different programs that you could take within that Safe Sport. Okay. Did you, did, are you that. registered? Oh, yeah, you've taken it. You've taken it. Okay, so 
when you say different programs, what so what like so there's the one about sex abuse, and there's one oh. about how to talk to children, and then there's okay. one on you know are just those individual certifications. Individual. Oh, so you could take each of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it's about like six or seven. Of okay, them. all it's right. It's a catalog. Okay, cool. So yeah, it's That's pretty good. cool. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. when when I don't know I'm I'm 54, mm-hmm. and when I was growing up, it was just everybody's parents made them aware mm-hmm. that there were weird, bad people out there <laughs> that weren't yeah. interested in anything normal. <laughs> yeah. no, you're right. And when I, you know, I had been approached, you know, a couple of times in my life by strange people and I knew what to do. You yeah. know, I knew how to put them off, not even like run away so, or this, but so it, like what happened there somewhere from it, my, this become, well, when you were talking about martial arts specifically, no, but, hear, but hear I'm me, hearing this in in yeah. all parts of society. Oh. I mean, there are corporate CEOs stepping down because yeah. of, they're getting busted. Position in of power. Thing. Where I was going to go position with these are all positions. Yes, yes. We're talking but, about but martial you're, arts. You're in a position of power over a child. You're talking about even in corporate America, right? That's usually adult with an adult. Mm-hmm. No, no, but I mean about, that they have backgrounds yeah. and, and they're yeah. finding that they're doing stuff with children in their families and. and, and family that's why I said friends. it's a societal problem. Right. Yeah. But right now, like, martial happened? arts is, we have a problem in martial arts, and it needs to stop. Absolutely. And a big part of that is education. The Huge coaches, the, the owners, is, yeah. the coaches, owners, and the parents. I think that's one of the parts that are missing is that parents expect to, and, and it's through no fault of their own, parents are expecting that they're bringing them. I'm bringing my child to a place that's supposed to be teaching them how to combat people like Correct. that. Correct. That's supposed to you know give yeah. them the... Exactly. Uh, the, the guts and the courage to speak up when something like this happens. And what does that girl say in right. that article? It's like, yeah. I was scared to speak up. I thought he might kill me. What was I going to do? I was going to lose my job. I was going to lose my friends. I was going to lose jujitsu. I don't want to lose that position of power. You're getting this, you're powerless. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? And exactly all the, all of the tenants that we're supposed to be learning in jujitsu or martial arts as right. a whole, just flattened, That's gone. It. It's gone. No. Everything that she learned is just like the guy that's teaching me this stuff is the guy that's offending me, is the offender. And used jujitsu against her to do that. And the people she talked to were like trying to cover up for the same. Yeah. That's just horrible. Yeah. It's just, you know. Well, you know, uh, I, I would I would recommend that everybody go find the article. Um, yeah. I believe it's... Uh, uh, BJJ Vieira. She's actually from the yes. the woman that wrote the story is actually from Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope I have it right. I'll put it in the comments. I'll put it in the uh, in the, the, the podcast description mm-hmm. so everybody can see the article. Uh, it's a great article, well written. It's not easy to to read. Mm-hmm. It's uh, at some points I like I had to stop. I was like, Same oh, here. Man, I, you know, but it's a reality. You know, check I've, I've, got, I've got two daughters, so yeah. I you know kind of had to stop for a second. Like. So just just hard to read like you know you're reading it and, and I'm just putting my like what if my daughter was in that situation what would I be thinking what would I yeah you don't know? do those things don't yeah. do that yeah because <laughs> that's bad well that's, you know you it you, you, you nuts, well, that, well, that, you that's where your mind crazy. goes yeah. your mind goes right to like what if this was my kid what if it yeah, was you know absolutely. what if this happened in my gym it's a quick way to become a worry wart yeah like really badly yeah. this is so, why we were saying before you and I were having this conversation about that 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 education to me. Everything is education, whether it's driving, whether it's, you know, getting around in life, mm-hmm. whether it's business, whether, all of it relies on education. You have to have guidance. How do you know what to do? You know, you got this blank CD in a body, mm-hmm. has no idea what life is, 
we're used to life and we forget that they're new. They don't understand shit. It's like a dog, you know, it's like, ah, 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 but they're smiling because that's all they know how to do. Yeah. Right. Right. So. So let, let's, let's jump ahead. Let's do some listener <laughs> questions. Sure. We did get uh, some people. I think that probably know you. Okay. Um, <laughs> so JB Whisperwolf. Okay. It's as high as Zazino. What's your favorite submission, go-to move or go-to move? And how soon after an injury do you recommend doing a BJJ tournament? So there's two questions there. So let's go with favorite submission or go-to move. Man, favorite submission is whatever you end whatever up you in. Give me. You know, whatever you end up in. If yeah. you go to, um, I like a lot to do the um, when when your opponent is turtled up. Yeah. And I do the um, lapel-style uh, Peruvian necktie with oh, the lapel. Okay. That's really great technique because okay. they don't see it coming. Okay. That, that's a nice one. And, okay. Um, Go ahead. You have another one. After uh, how long till after an injury yeah. to to train? Man, it, you know what? I leave that in the doctor's hands. I don't. I don't. I'm the type of person that's like, oh, I want to jump back in. I remember I had a I had half of my thyroid taken out while I was like a purple belt or something. Oh, wow. And I remember I was like, I'm never gonna be able to train again. I remember Laborio told me, he said, listen, man, jujitsu is always gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Like you take care of yourself because we're not going anywhere. Like you come back when it's time to come back. Yeah. And that's how I look at that. Any uh, any major injuries you ever? Oh you know, God! Knee, joint, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, C four, C4, five, six, and seven herniated. Wow. And my neck, uh, grade two AC joint separation in the left shoulder. Wow. You know, so yeah, yeah it, it it comes with it. But compete at all? Do you compete at all now? Um, I know that you've competed. I have competed in the past. Do, do you compete right now? You know, with the police and stuff. So this is what happens if you get injured. There goes your take-home vehicle and no no off-duty. Oh. Like, no, you can't work off-duty? Nope. You did, you come here in, did you come here in a police car? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the city would kill me. Because <laughs> like, I told them we'd go out and take this. pictures. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so you can't, so you can't do like a detail or... You right, you like, can't do any of that if you get injured, you know? So... um. I'm really careful. I do want to compete again, and I will yeah. compete again. Yeah. Um, it has to be at the right tournaments and stuff, you know. There's yeah. a lot of stuff I see out there. I'm just like, oh, man. You know, a lot of bias when it comes to certain teams, and yeah. the referees are the same people that are training at that <laughs> team, and it's yeah. like, come on. Like, yeah. really? Yeah, right, they so, try to use local, local right. refs, so they don't have to ship them around the country. Right. Well, not yeah. even that. You go to IBJJF, and... You know, this guy's changing so, into yeah. his referee shirt. And After he's like, competing, oh, right? After he just, yeah, he just yeah, and, and my, my teammates there. over here, and I'm going to rep him now. So yeah. it's like, so yeah, right now I, I do have it in sight, but not any anytime yeah. soon. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. If you're enjoying the show, please help us thank our sponsor at Fightback CBD. We couldn't do this without them. Head over to their website at fightbackcbd.com. Check out their growing line of CBD products and find the solution that's right for you. That's fightbackcbd.com. And get 20% off your purchase with discount code JJD. Also, check them out on social media at fightbackcbd. Now back to the show. What is the... And I, and I apologize when I put out the questions. I always put out right the questions. I put Carlson Gracie because yeah. I thought you were I thought you were head coach there. Yeah, were you? At I, one I point, was. Yeah. But now you're you're at Gracie Baja. So, yeah. Are you teaching? No, I'm not no? teaching at Gracie Baja. No. Okay. Um, great coach there. He's actually like a BJJ legend. This guy. I mean, mm -hmm. his name is a uh, Cafe. 
Alexander Cafe Dantes. Check okay. him out on BJJ yeah. Heroes if you can. Okay. Um, or Google him up. Man, like just a different style. And, and nothing wrong with Carlson Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. I came up under Laborio with ATT. And then there's multiple coaches there. But they're, they're Carlson. They're essentially. Well, Laborio is a Carlson lineage. Lineage, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, we did a thing and. Um, Big J is a really good friend of mine, and uh, when you guys did, you guys know each other before. So the or way do you I, only know each other through jujitsu. Through jujitsu. So what happened was, um, Laborio moved, and I was like, man, you know what's going to happen here? And then I was going to Wellington to train with Shark, but it was just so far to drive, yeah. man. Just like yeah. driving to get there for an hour, and then you got to drive an hour mm-hmm. and a half home. It's just a nightmare. So. Mm-hmm. I went around to a lot of different gyms and tried them out for like a month or so. And I met Jay over there and Davey when he was training down there with uh, Toko. Yeah, over there. And uh, just we just hit it off, man. Yeah. Like real recognize real Jay is yeah. Jay's a, a natural when it when it comes to jujitsu. I mean, it's yeah. like riding a bike for him. Yeah. You know, and I met him and uh He's like, hey, man, you know, whatever happened with him, you know, with that whole situation. And I left. um, Some stuff happened. And he's like, man, I'm just going to do my own thing. So he went and got this warehouse out in Sunrise. Like, no AC. Just (laughs) max. Like, it was was like literally in the summertime. It was like 104 in there just sweating. All he had was a big Home Depot fan. That was it. And uh, he had a great striking coach. He's still he's still around, named uh, Kevin. Great striking guy. Um, stay ready. And uh, I remember he's like, man, let's just start bringing some guys over here and start yeah. doing some jujitsu together. And we did. And man, I uh, we were we were turning out some monsters in that yeah. place. It, it was crazy, you know. And uh, and then you know you look at Jay. He works so much. Such a hard working guy. And I'll be teaching something. And I would see him here sleeping. Really? Standing up, like sound asleep. Jay, if you're watching, you know he would be sleeping. And then you're like, all right, I hope he understood what's going on. Two weeks later, he'll go in a tournament, destroy everybody, and use the technique that you showed. Yeah, even though you think he's sleeping. Sleep. He's just like, it's just like the, the guy is just amazing. You make it, you're making me nervous because I talked to him last night, and he was like, hey, man, you and Miguel, you should come down and train. Yeah. But he was kind of like, I got to, he said, I got to see what all this belt washing's about. You would have, you, what your jujitsu is all about? You getting your belt so dirty that you have to wash your belt. I was like, oh no, he's gonna kill me. He had tied me to a pretzel. I remember I showed him this. You one. are not living that down. I showed, I showed Big J this one choke, man, and he and anything I show him, he'll tell you he does it in the tournament. Like, yeah. and I'm just like, dude, like you know how hard that is to hit. Yeah. Like why? And he just does it. It's yeah. just I don't know. He figures out a way and he does it. So you you still. You'll train with him. I'm still in contact with Jay, still a good friend. And he'll call me up and say, hey, I got this coming up. And like next week, I'm going over there to to be with him and uh, and, and get him ready a couple days. And Roberto will come over there and I'll hang out with him and do his stuff. So, yeah, yeah, like I I just, you know, um, I'm with Gracie Baja now. Uh, It's a great, great. uh, It's it's different. It's very structured. You know, I'm not used to that. Yeah, and I was like, "Wow!" And then uh, the coach like there's a me, there's a, a curriculum, a curriculum. Like, yeah. like you got to know all this, and and this week we're all doing this, you know. And okay. it's just it's just amazing. And, and that that this week we're all doing this is that like 
every Gracie Baja is doing that, or they're running. I think they can run it, it is. I think it's like like I think everybody's, everybody's doing, doing it. Yeah. It's like, whoa, because you, you know? usually see you see Gracie Baja post, and it's like every. Oh well, I just saw that move, and it's like you see right. them from all the Gracie Bajas. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, the coaches, man, the guy's crazy. He's so good. Yeah, like, it's just like really high level there. Um, you know my style. I'm just so used to that pressure and passing yeah. and pressure but this is like all this technique now and i'm just oh like, you know but feel like you're learning I'm, like I'm, I'm is learning. it reminders I learn or is it learning? i learned yeah. from from white belts that are like hey yeah. i saw gordon ryan do this i saw craig jones <laughs> yeah. oh all right show me whoa like okay it's the like, funny thing about jujitsu <laughs> that i always tell people like it's name another martial art where people are creating moves right. that would could, Become part of the curriculum one day. Right. With things that you see in tournaments, it's just, it evolves. Man. And you can't say that about any other martial art. N- name one. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't you, know. You really don't. No, I've you never don't seen or heard of one that, that, totally that does agree. that. Totally Which agree. Totally agree. Yeah, whole, the, uh, the, you... the lily pad style is the yeah. lily pad style, you know, forever. <laughs> or like, so. like Keenan with all this worm and lapel yeah. and pancake guard. When, when you were coming up, did they, was there a lot of like leg stuff? Where you, did you learn that stuff? I just say from the waist down because I know like some oh, of the guys yeah. that I learned from a little bit more old school kind of stayed away from the leg stuff, especially like maybe up to brown belt, at least for their students. Yeah, it was a lot. Like we didn't do a lot of leg lock yeah. stuff. We didn't, yeah. you know. Um, and then like this big boom happened and it's yeah. just like, wow, you know, like this is amazing. Why would you so, ignore 50% of the body? Well, I know. I used to watch <laughs> though, Dean Lister and those yeah. dudes. Like he's the man, you know, yeah. and it was like the – the guy at the time doing all those leg locks and it was like, yeah, yeah man, this guy's the man, yeah. you know. And um, but now it's like everybody just wants to, you know, yeah, go for blown out my knee once, so Scary it makes stuff, me a little right? nervous. Yeah, it makes me a little nervous. Yes, sir. Okay, so we kind of we talked about law enforcement a little bit, but yeah. we have uh, Alex Andre Cafe Dantes. Yeah, that, man, that, what's up? That's cafe. him. Is that's that Cafe? The man, the all right, he says. There. All right, again, we talked about it a little bit, but um. Could you describe how important BJJ is for law enforcement, and like you know, give us a situation where you might have used jujitsu in apprehending a suspect? It's one hundred percent important. Um, I was talking with Freddie, Freddie Trillo at this uh, combative offenders we did down at the city and uh, down at the city, and uh, and 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 it just it deescalates things just so quickly. Like you yeah. don't you don't have to sit there and choke someone out or punch someone or I don't. At this point, I won't even use like a taser if you know like really yeah. good foundation of jujitsu. I mean, if you have to, you have to. But jujitsu is a big de-escalation tool. Yeah. That it's a it's a tool we that I think every law enforcement agency should implement jujitsu. Um, I have a friend up in Jacksonville named Brennan. He's a black belt under Toko. Um, great guy. He's doing a lot of stuff with uh, uh law enforcement up there and. Uh, I think he was, we were talking the other day and he was telling me, uh, I think the Jacksonville uh, Police Department or Sheriff's Office requires you to go through the academy and be a blue belt by the time you graduate. That's so smart. It's like, yeah. wow. That's pretty cool. And that's they, happening in different departments. I think that's happening in Georgia. And Okay. That's the, uh, the blue belt mark is like the, you need to have at least this. It's so, so amazing. You know, 10 times more than, a hundred, a thousand times more than anybody you're going to, encounter mm-hmm. you know on a on a call for the most part right i mean right absolutely I'm preaching to the choir here um most of the time i try to avoid hands-on 
always. I, I like to verbally use my verbal judo. I know people say that word a lot and it works. Like yeah. I like we spoke about earlier, yeah. like just talking now now there was a situation I did have to do it. Yeah. You know, it was a Thanksgiving day and this guy like just destroyed the whole house and came after one of us and you know, we just easiest thing, standing Kamara. Hey man, yeah. hey. No pain, no nothing. Here you go, Kamara. Hey buddy, I, I tell my partner, hey, grab his other arm. Just he already has cuffs on him right here. And it's you know, at that yeah, time, you, it's that, just so easy to to percentage wise, how, how many of your 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 comrades, your 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 co uh, the, your officers that you work with, how many are, are training jujitsu? Not enough. Definitely no. not enough. I got where I'm at a good solid three, if that. You yeah. Know, but yeah. Are you are you are you in there preaching? Are you in there like I, hey guys I have, come to school? I have and I know like I know our training department wants it done. Like yeah. they love it. Um I can't speak on behalf of them mm-hmm. and everything, but uh I I see it should it's gonna be coming, man. I, I feel I, like I, I feel as guys coming. like you as people age out or retire, mm-hmm. right? And the younger guys come into power, it's gonna like it's gonna be like this is the this should be the norm. Like it's normal for you, so you're gonna preach it later. Right. Right now, they have to seek it on their own, right? I mean, for the most part, they Absolutely. would have to go seek it on their own. Are you ever in situations where you're like, "Oh, I, I, you're not going to be able to handle it. Let me, let me get in there because well, we work as have, a team, yeah. and then they know, like, so at work, I got a like, nickname. Go the, the whole, like you were saying, the old timers, yeah, they nickname me at work. Call they call me Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these are the old guys. Hey, Cobra Kai, come over here and do this. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, really, call me Cobra Kai oh, right hilarious. now. <laughs> so, no, like, it's like, so send, like send in the pit bull well, kind. Yeah, like, send call, in. call Cobra Kai. He'll take care of this. Um, you know, but more, more so because they know. My background in behavior health. Oh, really? So okay. Like, oh, man, just he'll oh. go talk to him. Yeah, you know, so Comf- like very that. comfortable in those situations. Very comfortable, you yeah. know. So, I I can see I, I, in my mind. I just picture in my mind like people be like, "Good God, you go, <laughs> <laughs> you, you go take this one." <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, uh, thank you for the question, Alex. Yeah. So man. we've got. Uh, let's see. Uh, old school taking you back. That's the handle on IG. Okay. Zazino, moving forward through these trying times as a country okay. and as our brothers and sisters, uh, kind of incomplete sentence. What quality trait about yourself are you looking on the most? I guess it's saying like, what attribute do you feel you have the most that helps you in in your in your daily life? And what lesson? What overall lesson has BJJ taught you in your life? It was a little bit of an incomplete sentence. I'm yeah. Sorry. So BJJ has taught me multiple things. It taught me to be patient, number one, because you know when you're like in the bottom of somebody's north south, breathing all that hot ghee air, mm, you're not, yeah, you gotta be patient. You gotta, gotta like, yeah, you gotta breathe, be patient, wait to explode. So I, I learned patience a lot with like jujitsu, man. I I feel like this, and I hear I hear I listen to you guys' podcasts all the time, and like you say. You know, I tell my wife to talk to me after I go to jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> it, it makes life so much better. You know, it really does. I mean, my my wife will tell you. My wife's like all about it. Like she's yeah. she's my ride or die. You know yeah. what I mean? So she knows. She ever trained? Do you ever get she, a train? She she has. Yeah. You know, and uh, 
she has some pretty bad show your old geese and I'm yeah. just like yo you're not training right you know? <laughs> funny <laughs> enough I got nice I got geese, one man. I got somebody to send me one for free one time for my wife <laughs> I tried to give it to Bo because my wife doesn't want to wear it Bo didn't want to wear it either I brought it back oh, home oh man uh, so, so I just put a uh, I put some mats in my garage we just mm-hmm. moved to a new house so I just put some mats cool. down so I'm like I'm getting her close she likes kickboxing okay, that's her cool. thing she found right. she understands jiu-jitsu now because she fell in love with something that she fell in some and in, 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 fell in love with a martial art just mm-hmm. as much as I love jujitsu. She can't live without kickboxing. That's, That's amazing. Uh, she she hates it when she can't get to it mm-hmm. after work and like that she can only go on weekends sometimes. But now she understands. So we put the mats in the garage, we're getting a punching bag put in, something to hang from the ceiling for her. For, I, that's where I started too. That was my love amazing. came from boxing yeah. and kickboxing. So, but now I feel I got her on the mat for the first time. You know, like, okay, she's out there. She's training with me and, you know, we're just doing our little, little warm-ups and stretches and stuff in the mm-hmm. garage. I'm hoping that she'll take the opportunity. Yeah. I don't think she realizes. My, my wife is definitely, like, she doesn't realize something bad can happen until the bad thing happens. And then she goes, oh, I should have. Okay. Right. You got to be prepared for that. Or if it happens to somebody, she knows, oh, I, oh, I must be. I'm trying to tell her the jujitsu that I can show you and the basics that I can show you. Like, you should take advantage of having somebody that loves jujitsu. You should be letting training with me. My and my daughter, seventeen, going away to college, but they want nothing to do with jujitsu. They don't realize that <laughs> resource. The same boat with yeah, you, they don't realize the resource that they have in us. And I, I feel like I'm a little bit closer to just showing her the basics. I think she thinks that I'm going to treat her like she sees me rolling in the gym. You know, that we're going to be flipping each other over, rolling <laughs> over, sweating in her eye. Like, no, I want to show you these basics of, you know, how to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to her about using her voice and screaming if you're attacked. And, run, and listen, do this and run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting closer. Right. But I'm still, you know, she's still just saying, this is jiu-jitsu. I don't want to know jiu-jitsu. Yep. Give me a box. You know, I want to hit the bag. So anyway, so I'm, I feel like I'm getting closer with her. I, but I you have the same. You have the same. My wife's like a black belt in yoga. Like this yeah. lady can bend <laughs> on. I was like, oh, oh my God, she do great. this stuff, you know? And then like she's afraid that she don't want to get smashed by like a big guy like you or me. Just, yeah. She's like, I don't want to. I'm scared of that. And I'm just like, man, I got to get you in with like some girls. To, yeah. You know, like that. You guys. And, and she should know that she could say no if somebody. No, I don't want to roll with you. I'm right. just going to roll with the girls. Like you're, you're allowed to say no. I mean, most schools, right? You're allowed to say no. Um, you know, maybe sometimes people are a little nervous. Like I'm not going to say no to my coach. Right. Like right. I've never said no to my coach, but I could understand if I was a coach and a female said, "I'm really not comfortable rolling right. with you." I can, Absolutely. I'll, I'll watch the move, but can I just roll with the girls? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, one of the things I loved about uh, where where I used to train mm-hmm. and where I expect to go back I'll say like everybody thinks like oh you just left and you're never going to train again my fight sports location in Coral mm-hmm. Springs where I've trained which had zero problems through right, all this we course. don't have any problems there mm-hmm. um, I was in touch with my coach when I made my mm-hmm. announcement he knew that I was going to say what I was going to say before I said it yep. with Miguel when we said you know he's not going to train at VR, VRMA and I wasn't going to train at fight sports um, he did not change the name because I didn't I said I wasn't going to go Mm-hmm. He did the right thing, and he is now Jiu-Jitsu for Life. It was an old name that he had. He's back to Jiu-Jitsu for Life. Yep. They're no longer affiliated with Fight Sports, from what I understand in the conversation that I had, I've had with him. As a matter of fact, he messaged me right while we were waiting on you. He messaged me about his Facebook page. I'm in marketing, so he's like, hey, I can't get my Facebook cha- name to change, and what do I do? And I gave him some tips on that. We've been. In, he's not mad at me. I'm not mad at him. I hold no grudges against him. I felt like it was the right thing for me. And since he decided to change his name, not because I came out and said anything, because it was the right thing to do, 
I fully anticipate being back at that location, Jiu-Jitsu for Light in Coral Springs. So, I, so I, I I'm excited to go back. I have not trained because that, for one, and I just felt like I needed to take a break. It was a Absolutely. lot of emotional stuff that I wound up getting invested in. Absolutely. Because of the podcast, because of what happened, because I know people who have been assaulted, I had to take a step back for a second and take a breath. I told both. I felt like I've been breaking up with a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. The, that feeling in the yeah, stomach when you yeah. when you know you're, like, you're fighting oh. with even your wife, you're fighting or you're you know I, you break up with a girl. That pit in the stomach. I felt that way, and I've never had that feeling even when I blew out my knee from jujitsu before. Right. So I'm a little mad at jujitsu right now. I, I'm just I, I mad totally at it all. Understand. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not doing jujitsu right now, but I'm gonna. I've been working out. I'm hitting the weights, and I'm gonna strangle some motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes that's when you gotta take yeah. a break. You know, it's, it's, you have to. First take a time break I needed this. a mental break from jujitsu. Right. It's usually the other way around. Right. I but, get it. I you know. get it, man. Uh, you have a great coach, by the way. I've known yeah. him a long time. Yeah. Great. Did you dude. guys fight at a fight, yeah, to, fight win? to win? You did, did fight at a fight to mm-hmm. win. I. You looked from. I. Uh, that was a few years ago. How about, so. I knew Felipe when he was training at Lotus Club. Lotus Club? Never even heard of it. Yeah, let's go. Really? With Armando Conde before really? all this fight sports and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. Old school. Yeah. Super nice guy. I actually won at his tournament. He did the Jiu-Jitsu for Life tournament. Oh, so you know, okay, got you know all the these names sound familiar. Somewhere from yeah. there. It was great. I think it was yeah. a blue belt. Yeah. Blue belt. Oh, I didn't even know. Well, you know, I guess it's a small community. Super nice I know. Guy, when I, I, yeah. I was at that fight to win. I was okay. at that fight to win at the mm-hmm. war, the war memorial. memorial. Right? Um, so I remember that. I remembered you. I didn't. I mean, I was like kind of far back. So, mm-hmm. You know, it's, you can't see the faces. But then when I started to look at stuff, I'm like, he looks so familiar. I'm like, I think that's the guy that that, that fought my coach. Yeah, man. That damn lockdown, right? Yeah, lockdown. Man. <laughs> that's my uh, north south, and that lockdown, lockdown. obviously <laughs> coming. From, you know, training under him. Mm-hmm. And, and I have, you know, some some back issues as well, and that's um, a big part of his game is that pulling guard and mm-hmm. that that lockdown because he's got back mm-hmm. issues. So I've just been like, well, I'm going to do that too, and <laughs> I've got this resource here. So I love that. I love that. I believe he was a police officer too for a while too. Uh, he was. I yeah. think he was BSO. BSO. I yeah. think he started as a corrections, corrections officer. Yeah. But I think I guess I don't know. Like yeah, man. they let you go out in the street at some point. I think you could kind of. It's really in two you different do departments, the trans- right? Transition. You have to. Yeah, you have to go. I believe at some point he mm-hmm. was like he was out on the streets yeah. as like a private sheriff. But yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, man. He has that background as well. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. And it's crazy. His wife's really good too. Again, uh, yeah, I, I love them to death. My I, if if you said you've listened to the podcast, mm-hmm. I've always touted. Of course. Uh, even before all this mess, mm-hmm. like. It's just always in my mind. We were a great school, and it's great for women and girls because we've got this husband-wife team. And there's always that female presence. Again, as a do- as the father of daughters, it's always something that I think about. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, you're going to be okay there. Watch this. Don't do this. We go on cruises every year, and I'm always talking to my girls like, you put a drink down, you walk away, you go get another drink. That's right. I don't. It's it's paid for. Don't put anything down. I don't care the age. Don't go anybody right. anywhere with anybody. Don't walk into a room. Amen. I don't care how young or old. You no, know, you don't go anywhere. Um, you know, having these conversations and then going to this gym, I was just always like, this is a great location. I've preached it. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody asks me, they're like, hey, you do karate, you do, you do some karate. I'm like, well, actually, you know, once you get through the whole explanation of what jujitsu is, I usually tell them, find a, I always say, if you're not near me, find a, like a, a there aren't a lot in South Florida, but someplace that does, uh, has a bully program mm-hmm. or some type of bullying program, like they advertise it as a bullying program or just has a big kids program. If they have a big kids program, it's probably because it does, it, it's good that they have a good program and more parents are putting them in. 
great after school programs, and that's what that's where Felipe thrives in his great kids program. program. I've known that, yeah, great Great kids program. You know, they got a van that picks the kids up from Mm -hmm. school, brings them in, helps them with their homework. He knocked down some walls recently to to add some more mats, so the the school's gotten bigger. So, I fully anticipate being back. I miss it. Good, good man. Um, I'll be I'll be in there soon. And again, for anybody that thinks that I'm at odds with my coach, I know for this thing, of course. Again, like. I was talking to him. He was in Brazil out of the country, and we were talking about this, and we were already talking about, hey, what, I, you know, again, marketing back, hey, what, do, hey, how do I change this? And what do you think about this name for my IG? Like, He's, we were fully, I was fully engaged in, in talking to him through this. So, although I haven't been in the school, and I know a lot of my teammates are like, hey, where have you been? Are you okay? And mm-hmm. We're we're good, and I will be back, and, and I hope, uh, I, I think opinion, I'm going to train next week. the right thing to do with mm-hmm. all this, you know? It's... It's, it, it was hard, it's man. It's the it, right thing to do. It was hard. I, w- I do wish that more people stood up. Um, Absolutely. I get a lot of messages now from people that are like, like telling me about schools that are going to transition out. Again, I'm not throwing any any right, stones. I know. I know people are going to transition out from fight sports, and I know that there are other things coming from other schools. I, I'm hearing the stories. Um, I love tortillas on Instagram. I know she's, she's involved with Fight man. to Win. She's been putting out stuff. They outed one guy already, and I think it was a showy role that dropped him. Yeah, he got Jackson the, Sosa. Jackson Sosa got dropped yeah. by, you know. Uh, by the way, those guys at Showy Roll are freaking great. Yeah. Man, that's my family over there. Oh, yeah, you know them? I love them? Yeah. those guys. That's awesome. I'm part of that family thing they got going on. So. What, what, do you, what specifically? Like, what like do you mean? They, they say, like, you, you're part of the family, yeah. so, like, you know, every so often they're sending me all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, that's awesome, oh, yeah. Man. But you, you know what? On. It's great, man. They're just super nice guys. The yeah. owner there, Bear, um, my my boy Marco, that yeah. AJ. I mean, these guys are just great guys. All Guam too. They're all. I like mean, I, you great know, dudes. Of man. all the geese, this is you know, I, I've worked with. Um, I, we've got sponsors and people that put out geese. I know Show Your Roll is like. I, I, when I first came into the game, it was always like. It's hard to find shoulder rolls. Yeah. Like they yeah. sell out of them, right? Yeah. And like so every Within seconds, right? And yeah. then it's like can, you can't get your hands on a show roll gate. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's uh, I I can remember way back. I'm like okay, show roll okay. I like to look for gate sold out, sold out, sold <laughs> out. You know, can't find it anywhere. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, man. they do a lot. They, Shout they, out to they do a lot of stuff for good for yeah. people. Very cool. All right, yeah, so man. we've got. Uh, let me see. We got some time for a couple more questions sure, here. Man. Um, let's see. Okay, I got that. We got Roberto. Question from Roberto. Oh, Let's use yeah. this one. Okay, my boy Roberto. So, What's up, man? He says I have two <laughs> questions for Zizinho. <laughs> he go. says outside of Massa Laborio, uh, who is? Well, okay, you've trained under Master Laborio. Mm-hmm. Who trained under Master Carlson Gracie? Right. Please describe what makes Carlson Gracie Brazilian Jiu Jitsu different from all other forms of BJJ. Jesus, I feel <laughs> like that's a hard one, yeah. Roberto. Put me on blast. <laughs> I love jujitsu, period, regardless of what lineage it is, to be yeah. honest with you. For me, I feel like the Carlson style is more um, pressure. Like, just, yeah. man, those guys are grinding now. And I remember back in the old days when I was, you know, watching, like, even before me getting into, the, like, the old, old, old Carlson dudes back in the UFC that was coming out. Yeah. Like, these guys, 
were always so jacked, man. I mean, they, they were just like, they looked like Greek statues walking <laughs> yeah. around. They really did. They were just like yeah. so big. I don't know if you ever seen Laborio back when he was young. That guy was just like I mean, a he's, you monster. Know, he's got that frame, you know? that, that big, yeah, man. big frame, so right? I feel like they, they, they did a lot with like, Lifting weights and working out and doing all that to implement into uh, see and, and those guys from the old school like it was frowned upon to like go to different schools or right, to get yeah. another look right it was like you're a crayon crayon yeah. or uh, yeah. you know just like oh you're leaving the team what are you doing you can't do that don't show our secrets yeah, and, and people probably didn't want to let you in either I hear it it's just it's different now yeah it's different now unless you're like a straight up competition team like a small group like the Danaher Death Squad like you. They, they, you even see people come in, but I can understand in, in those circumstances where it's a small team and you know you're competing on all of these big stages. Like, okay, we don't want to give away our secrets. But when you're talking about you know gyms and local tournaments, I mean, it's I think it's great to get a different look. And if you want to get a different look over here, then you got to be able to like welcome people. One hundred percent. Laborio always told me, he goes, does he learn from, learn as much as you can yeah. from everybody that you can. The good thing coming up at the Coconut Creek location, we had. So many people coming in from all over. I mean, you just—I remember one time we were in 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 a class and they had like like sixteen black belts there one day. I was yeah. just like, God, like what the hell, is, <laughs> you know? And they're all from different lineages, yeah. and you just learn. You just learn so much from, you know. Yeah, everybody. I mean, I, I like as a as a purple belt, you know. Hopefully, I'll be seeing my brown belt in the next this next year. Uh, you know, pandemic and the knee screwed things up for me. I, I probably would have been there already. Um, I like I. Up until now, like I always felt weird about going to another school. Mm-hmm. I'd ask. Didn't I, I? Didn't do it often. I think the last, the really, the really probably the first time I did it after training with Felipe mm-hmm. was we were shooting a, a Warriors Next documentary, okay. and his AC went. I invited the guys to do it at our location. Mm-hmm. The AC went, and then went to Drew's. And, but right. it was a perfect fit because Felipe wasn't, uh, you know, in the military here in the U.S. And uh, Drew was, you know, he's a Marine. And now I, I hooked him up with these guys and they and oh, they yeah. filmed some segments and they did some interviews, uh, interviews and it was great. Uh, so then, like, the, a couple of weeks after that, I, I went back a few times to, to Drew's. So, like, that was the first time I've really trained anywhere else unless I did open mats where when I first started, I went with my coach. I actually went with my coach. He'd be like, guys, Saturday, we're going over to this school. And we'd all go. And then right. the next week, they'd come to us. Mm-hmm. So I experienced that. And it was great because it's like, okay, we did jujitsu all week. And now we're testing it against guys that don't know what we did this week. Right. Exactly. We'd still maybe like do a class, learn a move. Right. But then we'd roll. And now you're like, oh, this shit doesn't work on that guy. Right. <laughs> oh, he knows the answer to this. Or, hey, he's never seen it. And like, oh, wow, this can work in a tournament 100%. or on the street or you know, in a, in a, in a fight situation. I feel like coming up in this, especially in South Florida, it's like so big in jujitsu now. It's starting to get like California. Like there's a jujitsu school on every corner yeah. just popping up now. Yeah. And I feel like you make so many friends in this community. Like it's just like, hey, my buddy has a school. I'm go say what's up to my buddy. Yeah. He invited me over there now. So all this like Crionche thing, like yeah. it is what but, it is. I've been to a bunch of different schools, you know, after after Master Laborio left. It was really hard for me to find a school to stick with. It really, it can, really can we was. Ask, I, I think he left because his his daughter Bella is blind, and okay. they have one of the best programs okay. for blind children up in Orlando. Okay, so he had to do this for his family, you okay. know. So when he left, it was like, man, like, man, this it wasn't like, like a bad blood thing there at ETT. No, or, no, 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 I, no, no, I, no. I, I didn't is, know if there was some politics <clears throat> going on there and, and problems. No, oh. I mean there. 
it's no. jujitsu. There's always yeah. something going. Yeah, on. I was gonna say I was, I was just, gonna say I'll let you answer that, but I was gonna say every every black belt I've ever spoke to, no politics. I don't get involved yeah, in the politics. Everybody gets involved. Everybody the politics. has some shit. Going Once on. you're in this, and yeah. you know, is there, I, I know this guy doesn't like that guy, right, and that guy doesn't right, like this yeah. guy, and I don't like him, you know. But, I know uh, when, but go ahead. So so he, he moved left, up to Orlando. He moved and it was like, man, what am I gonna do? So I went to Shark, and yeah. I mean, this guy. Amazing. Is that he, ATT he, Palm Beach? Um, uh, Wellington. Wellington. That my, my parents live right there. I've, I've seen it. Man, yeah. I yeah. learned a, like my level went like this. Yeah, like I was just like, but he's like for competition school. Yeah, know? like this is gonna this is one of the greatest coaches I've ever met in my life, and, and wow. very very um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all about like loyalty and just very like you know. Very hard, but I yeah. learned. I learned Good training. a lot. Great training. That's awesome. Um, but then you know, like it was just hard for me driving an hour and forty minutes to mm. <laughs> get there, train, and then drive all the way back home. And it was like, oh, that's my a camp. You're trip. saying like from? <laughs> we're not going to say where what apartment, but when you're, you're driving from down here, I'm just driving from uh, my house. Oh, even okay. To get there, oh, it was okay. just a night. So like, but I will give. Shark some credit too, also because I remember one night we went to this big eight American Top Team gala, and I was sitting down next to him, and I brought when I was dating my wife at the time, and I remember he came up, he's sitting next to me, he goes, "You need to marry her like yesterday." And I was like, "Yes, that's a shark." Whatever you want to say, you need to marry her like yesterday. And we ended up um, going out to Vegas for a World Master. Yeah, and I said, uh. Hey, Elvis is down there. Just you want to get married? She, Let's go. And I was like, oh, wow. for real? And she was like, yeah. So we got married on the Mayweather McGregor fight. Oh, really? Oh, cool. so this is new. So newlywed. World master. Yeah. And, you know, we just went to so Elvis that, Chapel and got married is by that Elvis. a couple of years? Is that like two years? No, four uh, years. That's four, four, the four 20, years? 26 was okay. four years. I'm, t- I'm two years in. I just got married yeah, to okay. I'm 22 years. years. Yeah. Wow. 22 nice, years. Nice, man. God yeah, bless. the fact that I've been married for 22 <clears throat> years and she didn't try to kill me yet, mm-hmm. I did something right. Because I'm, into- I'm intolerable. I am like, it requires <laughs> right. a super We're going to do person. our speed round, but we're really going to do it as a speed right, round because go. we got about five minutes, okay? So, preference, gi or no gi? Both. I'm a gi guy, but I'm starting to love no gi, man. Okay. Takedown or pull guard? I'm loving the takedowns. Yeah. Yeah. Big dude, just love the takedowns. Yeah. I love, okay. I love watching it. Note to self: stay away from you. Um, are you a fan of like watching like uh, for grappling? Absolutely, and, yeah. I'm watching Fight to Win tonight. Who's your favorite competitor? Do you have somebody that you really like to watch, either famous or kind of oh, coming up? Man, I gotta say all them, uh, Gordon Ryan and, yeah. and uh, you know the Danny Hair Death Squad. Those guys, They're fun are to watch, monsters, man. man. Other than achieving the rank of black belt. Mm-hmm. What is your ultimate goal in the world of, of martial arts or jiu-jitsu? To, to give back to everyone what Laborio showed me. Like, he yeah. was just so nice to me. There was some times, I'm going to say it now, that I had never paid a gym membership. He would tell him, hey, this is, you know, he's going through some stuff. He's yeah. not going to pay today, this time. You know, and, and I just want to just give that back and, and help people. And that's what Big J's doing as well. Like, yeah. you know, in his in his school, he's he's taking a lot of people in. Getting programs and saying, "Here, man, like let's get you into this." That's awesome. Hopefully, we'll be doing more with Big J too. Um, What would you be doing if you hadn't become a law enforcement officer? Man, you know what? 
probably working at the hospital. Still, still. working, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, did, was, did you ever have any other dreams of doing anything else when you were growing Teaching up? Teaching jujitsu and that. Yeah. Before jujitsu. Well, before jujitsu. Like growing up. Like I, I wanted to be a fireman. Uh, I wanted to be a cop like my dad. Like you know? like a, a metal band or something. <laughs> <laughs> like like, like I, a death band or something. I wanted to be a pastry chef. <laughs> okay. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in the gym or even as a, as a police officer on the street? That happened to me? Craziest um, thing. Craziest thing, God! There's so many crazy things that have happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me Come, one. Uh, getting whipped in the foot by Hector Lombard's Indiana Jones whip one day really? in the gym. He was what? bringing that thing around us. I was Jesus. like, "What the hell?" He hit my foot. He's a bad dude. Yeah, man, love that guy. All right. Any regrets as it relates to your martial arts journey? Anything that you wish you would have done differently? Start sooner. We all God, I wish I could have started like yeah. when I was like twelve. You know, it's yeah. a very popular statement. But you know what? I I, I say this for myself. <laughs> if I would have, I I did karate, like I did a little bit yeah. of martial arts, and I always quit. It took me being an adult and realizing, you know, like to fall in love with it mm-hmm. and to realize the benefits. I didn't need it. I probably needed it, but I didn't know I needed it. And when I found it, when I was forty-one, I was like, "This is." You know, mm-hmm. I need this, and and the 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 release of that stress that I was holding, mm-hmm. and the emotional. That my first gym, um, he was a, a marine, mm-hmm. uh, and he was in law enforcement as well, and he would have you know uh, veterans come in and Fantastic. they wouldn't pay. He just, but sometimes we would just be sitting there stretching, and like for two hours, we, I'd just be in this circle of these veterans talking. Mm-hmm. I, w- I I've never served, but I would be talking to these guys, asking them questions. Mm-hmm. I, I have a. A, a story with Drew where he told a very uh, a crazy story about something that happened to him, and, mm-hmm. and it's resonated. I could I could tell the story verbatim right. myself because uh, it, it stuck in my head that much. But um, we would just sit around and and just yeah talk. And these guys need they needed that as much as they, they needed. Jiu-jitsu. Everybody needs to get it out. Two somehow, hours. Two man. hours. We yep. didn't nothing. No jujitsu. One hundred percent. We were in our geese just stretching and and talking, and that's what these guys needed. Absolutely. Sometimes those guys I could smell the like the liquor on their breath, like they would. They got drunk or they were drinking and then they came and it was just like they didn't drink for two hours. They were like they needed mm. to talk to somebody. And it, it, he, he was great with that. He was great about him inviting them in. And uh, so I, 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 I hats off to, to my first. Bring your confessions to your brothers. Yeah, because they'll understand. All right. right? So <laughs> I usually would do the drum roll, but we started talking about the, the belt washing. You're a non belt washer. We got that. So we're going to leave it at. I'm going to give you a chance to, you mentioned Shuri Roll. Yeah. Any shout outs that you want to give? If you don't mind. Go. It's your time. First of all, my professor, Cafe Man, like run running this squad hard right now. Yeah. He's great for Gracie Baja, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Shout out to Laborio. Shout out to my boy, Marco Baron AJ at Show Your Roll. And um, all, 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 the, all the survivors with what has happened right now in this jujitsu community in this trying time like thank you for coming forward it, it, it's i know it's hard i know it's, it's gonna hard. be tough for a little it's, it's gonna be tough for very a while tough but i want to say thank you for you, you guys are not victims you're survivors and and that's that's how i look at and, it and i'm gonna just add to that if i can i'm gonna say i i really do wish i said this earlier in the episode i really do wish that some people would be a little bit more vocal yep i'm not telling you you got to leave your gym i'm not mm-hmm. telling you, you got to do what i did but coming out and maybe making a statement or saying something, there are some big personalities in our world, mm-hmm. not just in fights, but like throughout the jiu-jitsu community. Yep. I think we would all benefit from hearing from some of those people. 
and, and I'm just uh, I yeah, encourage them to come out and, and whether it's a post on social media or a video or a statement or say you know say something. Um, I think it would be helpful, and uh, you know we've got to get to a healing. But I don't think we can get there because I again I think there's a little bit more that's going to be coming out uh, with yeah, with man. people like uh, like I love tortillas. I, I don't know her her actual name. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that I don't. Uh, but with people like that, you know, saying, hey, "Listen, come to me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring your story to the masses." I think that we have a, a lot more that's gonna come out. Yeah, unfortunately. And and shout out to Mike Cipriani, amazing guy. Gamblers, gamblers. Yeah. Uh, Tex Johnson, and yeah. uh, you know, um, and Mo Star Lord. Mo, Mo is the man. Star Lord yeah. is uh, Josh Ludek. Yeah, 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 Ludek, right? Yep. Josh Ludek is he's Star Lord, so, right? So these Star Lord on IG. Yeah. They've been doing a great job, and uh, you know, I don't know if I could have, I would have said things the same way that these guys have been saying it, but they definitely haven't just let this, you know, get get what you know uh, swept under the rug. Yeah, that's good. All right, listen, I'm going to give a couple of shout outs real quick. I apologize in advance for going through this quickly. All right, shout out to our uh, podcast Patreon sponsors, uh, including Carlson Gracie Winterhaven up in Winterhaven, Florida, CGWinterhaven.com at Carlson Gracie underscore Winterhaven on Instagram. Carlson Gracie Broward County in mm-hmm. North Lauderdale. Carlson Gracie Broward County.com at Carlson Gracie Broward County on IG. John Way Martial Arts in Plantation, Plantation, Florida. John Way Martial Arts.com at John Way Martial Arts on IG. Shout out to our newest podcast patron, Jebediah Barra. Thank you for joining. Uh, also, Robert Walker, Frank House, Wolsey Rivera, Boa Athletics. You can check them out on IG at BOA underscore athletics. Michael Pixley Jr., J, uh, Jason Smiley, Britt Tavar, C.J. Carroll, Mission 22, Chuck Reddor, and Roberto Santiago. We thank you all for your support. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash jujitsu dummies. You can uh, join and automatically be entered to win up to $100 in jujitsu swag every month. I am behind on the awarding. It is coming. My bad, but we do, I will catch up. <laughs> Usually let a couple of months accrue, and then I, I give something out. Uh, I'll award it. It's it's coming, guys. Stick with me. Uh, at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies on Instagram for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. You can donate to our scholarship program where we award one-year scholarships to, I think we're going to be sticking with the kids given the current state of affairs. We're going to stick to to our, our younger uh, athletes and competitors. Check out the podcast store at jujitsudummies.shop. You get 15% off with code JJD. Ranked rash guards, tees, backpacks, coffee mugs, something for you. Oh, man. Got a mug and a t-shirt in there for you. I I, I guessed extra large. I think I was right. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, We want to thank WeDefy. Oh, let me finish up. Podcast store. Get 50% off with code JJD. Shipping, free shipping on orders over 50 bucks. We want to thank WeDefy for all their support and all they do for the veterans and the jiu-jitsu community. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know, they provide therapeutic relief to disabled combat veterans through jiu-jitsu. I will be at this gala in Texas. On September 18th with my wife. I'm very excited. Uh, sponsors, there's still uh, opportunities for sponsors, or you can donate at wedefyfoundation.org if you just want to donate. Just put your logo on his forehead. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rent this space. Uh, last but not least, again, shout out to Fightback CBD. Get 20% off your CBD order at fightbackcbd.com with code JJD. You can check me out again at Uncle Milty BJJ on IG, or I usually am the one answering all of the comments and questions on at Jiu Jitsu Dummies on our main IG for the show. Appreciate you guys. 
Thank you for coming, brother. Thank you, guys. We'll I do really it again. We'll, we'll do two hours like hey, we normally man. do. Appreciate Sorry you. we got to run. Nope. But thank Thanks you, everybody, you. for watching and listening. Stay safe. Us. Take care, everybody. Thanks, man.